To review this year's World Economic Forum, from the desecrators of Davos socialists, scumbags, and global tyrants, I would best sum it up by the harassment that the WEF police showed when they went after Jack Posobiec shortly after a podcast to the war room on day one. Klaus Schwab and the gang didn't like having Jack outside their Davos meeting, reporting the event to millions of people with a kind of anti-globalist discussion from the war room. They are quite open to sharing what they are talking about at the World Economic Forum on YouTube. But they want to talk to the world, but they don't want the world to talk back. Jack was fine after they accosted him and his crew, and he continued to report on the agenda events for the rest of the week, even going an hour or so to Geneva to report on the World Health Organization and the Biden deal to give away sovereignty to them in order to cover the next made-up pandemic. There was a lot to consider in all these events, but many are wondering what it all means to them. So after watching all the coverage the way I do each year, I will have to say that this year was a bit different. The attempted arrest of Jack Posobiec sort of summed it all up. Klaus and the gang are worried. Their gang was off this year in a big way, and they were undoubtedly feeling the pressure. And they don't do well under pressure. I tend to think of all things in life like a poker game, and these guys had bad cards, and they weren't doing a good job of hiding it. If you read Klaus Schwab's books, you will quickly know that he's likely insane. His views were formed in the vacuum of intellectual debate. All the people who go to Davos to participate in the forum he organizes lean to the extreme political left. They find security among themselves in their schemes for global domination. But those schemes fall apart quickly when opposition confronts them because their ideas are not very well fleshed out. Klaus Schwab and the other desecrators of Davos have been doing this kind of thing for a long time. But they have made their global moves over the last few years, and for the first time, the masses know about them. A year ago, there weren't many people in the world who could even tell you who Klaus Schwab even was. But now, after a couple of books, Woke Incorporated, and Glenn Beck's The Great Reset, now many millions of people around the world are onto what the World Economic Forum has been up to, and they are now paying attention in ways that they never have before. And that was best reflected by the war room coverage hosted by Jack Posobiec. Socialist countries, which all of Europe essentially is, don't like the idea of freedom of the press or even any form of free speech. They want to be the world's managers and want the world to be sheep. They want control, domination, and a very powerful administrative state. And there is no plan B. The desecrators of Davos are not ready for prime time. They may own the Biden administration, which they clearly control. But that administration is not respected by the people of America, and that was not part of their plan, and they are not sure what to do with it. After watching many hours of Davos coverage, the sum of all the parts was that they didn't know what to do next but to complain about conspiracy theorists, and anti-vaccine types pushing back against the Bill Gates agenda, who was there to speak his part of the story in very unconvincing ways. And what was most alarming, given the radicalism of Bill Gates, was that he wasn't the craziest one on the panel. The big administrative state agenda that the members of the forum abundantly communicated functioned like academics theorizing in a classroom of their peers, without understanding how they were going to sell it to any kind of public. It's like that scenario where you take someone on a date, you take them to bed, but the next day it's like, what now? Do we get married? Do we buy a house? Do we have kids? Or do we just sleep together, which is a pretty pointless relationship? All the effort from the Davos people was in getting to bed with each other without a plan on what would happen the next day. And they certainly didn't want any American media there to report just how ill-prepared they were. They are pretty far into the process to be so ill-prepared, which brings us back to poker. 
They have gone all in with some really bad cards hoping to bluff their way into a victory. But many in the world have held their cards, especially in the United States. The desecrators of Davos are certainly behind the election fraud schemes in America. Mark Zuckerberg, this time, paid the money to steal the election through mules shown in the movie 2000 Mules. He's one of the Davos types. And Bill Gates made his move by buying up the media to push the dream of the administrative state, the vaccine mandates to cure a virus that they made in the Wuhan lab with the help of the American Department of Defense. There are a lot of very bad characters who got caught with their hands in the cookie jar. The only reason that none of them have gone to jail yet is that they have so much money. Collectively, they have bought the political system in America and other countries, and they own the media like a cheap whore in a sweaty brothel in Nevada. As long as the drinks keep flowing, the whores will love you. The moment any of that stops, the whores will move on to a new love. But what they did to the world to give the administrative state more power over the sovereignty of all global people was well-planned, evil, and ruthless. But it was also done in a vacuum of thought that does not hold up well at all in real-life scenarios. Clearly, the desecrators of Davos people thought that Joe Biden would be accepted in America as an alternative to Trump and that they'd gain control of the Beltway in America, but that's not happening. And they don't know what to do about it. The world called their bluff, and now they are holding their weak cards sheepishly, not sure what to do next. Personally, I think it's pretty funny. These people have ruined countless lives, they've killed people, especially in what they did with COVID and the suppression of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to stop the global pandemic they created for the purpose of all these global takeover plans. Laughing at them is perfectly healthy as a reaction to how they've played the game. But to know how to deal with them based on what we are seeing, they are not as scary as they appear. They are holding a losing hand and they know it. So, it's up to us to clean their clock and make an example of them. We are justified to do it, and it's the only way to deal with their intentions against America so as to alter their behavior for the future. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business